Welcome to CruxCast. Whether you're in your car, at work, or at home, we hope you enjoy this interview. And if you do, you can find more like it on cruxinvestor.com. So please subscribe. We caught up with Eric Owens today, CEO at E2 Gold. Last time we spoke to him in December, they were just about to IPO, uh, made a bunch of promises. We catch up today to see if they've uh, managed to deliver on any of those and how things are going. If you want our thoughts and opinions on that conversation, uh, the company itself and indeed the CEO, you can find that at cruxinvestor.com forward slash club, where you can also find detailed company reports and analysis as commentary from experts from around the world on a variety of companies and commodities, including gold. Uh, we have training courses to help you with your diligence process. We also do summaries of all the interviews that we do just to save you some time because we know you're busy people. Uh, but most importantly of all, we have a thriving community of investors sharing their thoughts and ideas with each other in a nice, friendly and safe environment, uh, free from judgment, trolling and abuse. And I hope that you think that sounds nice because it is. Go and join them, cruxinvestor.com forward slash club. Eric, how are you? Good, Matt. How are you doing these days? Good to see you again. Good to see you. I've spoken to you since December. You were just about to go public. Did you do it? Yep, yep. We, we, we accomplished that feat, and I think in record time, in fact, because we signed a deal with Beacon Securities in late September, early October, and three months later, we were public with an IPO under our belt. Oversubscribed, $3.4 million raised, so that was good. In, in, a, in kind of a iffy market too. Yeah, so it was starting it was, to get funny, wasn't it? It's starting to get funny. But those yeah. beacon guys don't mess around. They're good, good in Toronto. Yeah, yeah, no, it was good. Uh, it was quite good. Uh, we got that, uh, you know, accomplished. And and uh, a month later, we were drilling with our first drill rig on a project and uh, first results a month after that. And uh, here we are with more results. So it's, it's been a good run. We're we're doing all the things we need to do. Good man, good man. Okay, well, I'm about to hear all about it. I'm going to grill you on some of it. Uh, but before we do, why don't you give people a one-minute overview of the business, and I'll pick it up from there. Yeah. Uh, so as you know from our earlier discussion, we are an early-stage gold exploration company. Uh, our principal property, the Hawkins Project, is located in north-central Ontario, Canada, about halfway between Timmins, Ontario, and Hemlow, Ontario. So in, in a region where there's sort of a new emerging gold mining and gold producing district with, uh, with things like the Magino project and, and Alamos gold, uh, the, the hard gold, uh, uh, sugar zone mine, all those things. So it's a, an area where everybody's trying to, well, everybody's newly following these uh, recent developments. And our project is an early stage project uh, by all standards, except the real benefit for it is that it has 80-year-old, or sorry, 40-year-old Falcon Bridge drilling, which has defined a gold zone, which we've calculated an inferred resource on from that drill hole data, which uh, uh, a shallow, uh, shallow uh, resource sitting right at surface down to 150 meters, three and a half kilometers long, 6.2 million tons, grading 1.65 grams per ton uh, for about 328,800 ounces of gold. So our job is just to simply try and decide, does this have the footprint, does this gold zone have the footprint to be something much bigger? And that's our goal uh, right now to try and find out. Okay, that's really interesting. Um, let's talk about some of the things you told me you were going to do. Obviously, you, you did the listing, you raised some money, about 3.2 million bucks. You had to work out how to spend that yeah. intelligently because it's, it's not a whole bunch of uh, cash. Um, so you started drilling within the month, you said. 
I've seen some drill results. They're yeah. not too bad. Are they what you expected? Yes, they were what we were hoping for. They're as good as we were hoping for. Uh, obviously, we'd like to hit 100 meters of 10 gram material, but we weren't expecting that. Uh, these are as good as uh, the Falcon Bridge results from nearby holes, and this is what we were, wanted to confirm and verify. And we've done that, and we've also located the, the, the gold zone better so that now in the future, really, when we go to try and chase this downward, we'll, we'll have a better chance of doing that. Right. Okay. And then what else did you say you were going to do in this initial period and have you done it? Yeah. So, so, okay. We've, uh, since we last spoke, uh, we completed a, an airborne magnetic survey, which is really good and super for helping us target future drilling. Uh, we, we've, we, of course we completed the IPO. We started drilling. We, we re re released re uh, results, the, the, the drill results. Uh, we completed a, a first induced polarization test on three different areas in, in on the project because it's it's uh, going to be a useful targeting mechanism for us in the future and we have to try and decide so we're in the process of, of just receiving those results now for for, for an IP survey geophys geophysical survey so these are things that we'll be using going forward to help us target uh, future drill targets as well Right. So, and how much money have you got left, or how much money will you have left for the rest of this season? Because you, you've had to stop. Well, we have you? about because it, it obviously the snow's melting, ground's a bit wet. You haven't just stopped for a bit. So, so, what's up next? So yeah, so we've got we're in a, probably our final drill hole for the for this phase of drilling now. Uh, to answer your question, we have about a million and a half dollars in the bank right now. Uh, that's good to get us through the to the end of the year if we have a modest program going forward. Um, we have to stop drilling because of spring thaw. The ground is going to have to dry out, and then we'll have a few weeks of fire season after that that we have to avoid bringing heavy machinery into the woods until the leaves pop out. Uh, so we're looking at starting restarting drilling probably late June, early July uh, for all of that to happen. Uh, I'd like to actually ramp up our activities in the summertime uh, to something bigger. Uh, I envision... From, from that point of view, getting a crew to do surface mapping out there, surface geological mapping in a number of areas on the project. Uh, we have, uh, we're going to be engaging prospectors to do some prospecting to help with that. I envision some form of trenching uh, as well as drilling. Uh, so we've got a, a lot of things planned on multiple fronts to do things that you can only do uh, in addition to drilling, to do things you can only do in the summer. We need to collect surface geological information, uh, and that's the only time of the year you can do that. Okay. I mean, here's, here's the thing. You're an $8 million market cap company, which is you know, a little bit less than when, when you went public. Um, it's hard for people to get excited about companies of this size, right? Because there's one, there's loads of you, and it's such an early day. The risk is, is high. Unless you do things like you do what you say, which I think you've done. I think you can, you can claim to have done that. But I need a little bit of excitement, a little bit of sizzle to this story, which is you're talking about um, an inferred number of you know six million ounces. I'm interested in what your plan is to bring that through into some of you know M and I type numbers. How do you go through that from where you are now? Eight million market cap, not a lot of cash. What's the process? Process is to well, everything is leading to more drilling ultimately at the end of the day. At the end of the day, that's all we can do. And for that, we need funds and we will continue to, 
try to find funds. And I, I actually have no worries or concerns about that. I think this is an interesting enough story because even though we are an early stage exploration story, we have this, this body of gold sitting there defined by a company, a big giant company 40 years ago. And that gives us a point of focus. We have a huge property. We have a 60 kilometer long property. And this zone is only three and a half kilometers. And it's part of a 15 kilometer zone where there's spotted, you know, spots of high grade prospects and mineralization along there that haven't been followed up in 40 years. So this is like almost like a new, a new present uh, that needs work done on it that hasn't had any work done on it. And once you get beyond that 15 kilometers, there's been, it's pretty much almost virgin territory. There's a lot of interesting targets out there as well. But how do you, how do you tackle it, right? Because you, as a geologist, probably want to go, here's a systematic approach to this massive land package. I just need some yeah. money, right? To get some money, you got to get people excited. Now, I saw some numbers here, 39, uh, sorry, 30.9 grams over, over, literally only over half a meter, but 5.78 over six meters, like starting to get a little yeah. bit more exciting. Those yeah. are the headlines which get the uh, share price moving, which gets you cheaper money. So how yeah. how cute do you need to be at this stage in terms of how you drill, where you drill, where you step out? Yes, you, you, you certainly are choosing the areas where you're going to have more likely have success uh, because we don't have x-ray vision. The only way we can do this is through a drill hole. and and so we drill and we want, we have guiding, we have a lot of guiding information here. It's not just blue, it's not totally just blue sky. We have these old drill holes, which are, we know approximately where they are. We don't know exactly where they are. So before we start going really risky and going down deep, uh, we need to kind of build in, into the known areas here and, and satisfy ourselves that this stuff is there. The other thing to remember here is that uh, we are, all this drilling we've done to date is increasing our confidence in our targeting methods. So, so far we've only released three holes out of, out of 15 that we've drilled to date. Uh, we're still waiting for the, the results to come in from the other 12 or 13 holes that we drilled. Um, but what we've seen also confirms that when we talk about a Hemlo style of mineralization here, and as you know, Hemlo is a, a 24 million ounce bold camp uh, about 120 kilometers to the west of us. Uh, the geology and the style of gold mineralization that we see here and the mineralogy is very similar to what was found at Hemlo. And people are excited by that because there's only a few other uh, deposits like that in the Canadian north. And that would include Eleanor, uh, which is uh, a Newmont Gold Corp uh, uh, mine way up in northern Quebec and Bousquet, which is located near Laurent, so well-known uh, multi-million ounce uh, gold deposit. So that's what gets ex everybody excited when they see our drill cores, is that it uh, uh, has the potential to see something big. But, 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 but tell me more, because I, I think those kind of, it's some, the Hemlo style or it's neurology or closeology, it's kind of, it's kind of like la lazy. You, tell me about what you know and how you're going to come at it? Because I'm I'm intrigued. You know, I'd need to understand what happened at Hamley. You know, and and the, every day of the week I get someone talking about Fosterville style or whatever style. I don't care. I want to know what you're going to do with the money that you've got available, which is going to repeat these sorts of numbers more yeah. often than not. 
with the cash you've got today to get people interested so that you can raise the capital and not be totally dilutive to your shareholders. So how do you, how do, you do it? Yeah, yeah. So so the, the next steps on our, on our plate is, is a, a summer field program that is going to uh, include surface geological work. We have a couple of geological teams that will be out there on these projects moving and evaluating surface uh, geological aspects. Addition, additionally uh, to that, we will have uh, prospectors. We have a prospecting group out there to help because sometimes prospectors look at things a little differently than geologists do. And so it, it's, a, it's a helpful uh, sort of combination of these two things. Uh, we will also be doing uh, geophysical work to help targeting mechanisms. Now we have, based on historical work up to a century ago, prospects out there that have not really seen much modern look. Our goal is to try and, these are high grade prospects up to 18, 20 gram material coming out of some of these prospects and they never have been drill tested. So this is what we need to go in, have a surface look before we can drill test them. So these are all pieces of information that we, we are gonna be building this story and planning for the next round of drilling. So I envision a next round of drilling to follow up on this current round of drilling, the results we're getting out of this phase of drilling, we will be following up on those, either stepping out nearby on, on some of the better results there. So I anticipate trying to see how these, these high-grade results we just received, where, where do they go? Where can we, uh, we're evaluating now where our next round of drilling is gonna be penetrating to, to try and follow up on those and add more of that sort of stuff. So that's, that's the goal here. And I think this deposit has room to grow along strike as a near surface open pitable type target. It also has room to grow down at depth and to, to really turn a 300,000 plus ounce gold deposit into say a million and a half ounce gold deposit. We're gonna to have to have some combination of new discovery along strike at shallow levels, which could be modest grades and therefore open pitable as well as going deep or deeper, I should say, at some of these higher grades. So it's really incumbent on us to try and find these higher grades and see how they hang together in subsurface. So, I mean, talk to me about some of the show. Obviously, Beacon put the deal together, and I know Palisade uh, was was in there as a lead order. Um, and I assume Palisade is still there, right? So that's, uh... Yep, yeah. Palisade's there. Uh, we keep in contact with those guys uh, routinely. Uh, we have, of course, RAB Capital out of London in. Uh, and again, we, we try to keep in contact with everybody, in fact. Uh, AIS is, is there, a small fund out of Connecticut. And, um, and we have some very good, loyal, high net worth guys in there right now. So under normal circumstances, we don't trade a high volume. We have been recently. Uh, but under normal, you know, for a long time there, for a long time, we haven't even been around a long time. Uh, but but for a while there, we were trading 10, 20,000 shares a, a day. And, uh, you know, so what, not much was happening. But uh, uh, we're now starting to see some volume build. Uh, so what do you, what do, you do about that? Because that's really important to you guys. Get some liquidity going. Get some interest from retail. If I, if I go into chat rooms, no one's, there's no interest at all. So what, what do you do about that? And who, whose job is that? Well, ultimately, it's it's you know my job at the end of the day because a lot of these people want to to hear from me. But I think we've got a pretty good team right now. Uh, 
Ellie Owens is our vice president. She's my daughter. She's involved in corporate development and, and shareholder communication. We've actually hired an advisor uh, by the name of Jeff Pritchard, who we're pleased to have on. He used to, he was an instrumental and an integral part of the founding group at Capital Gold, which was sold a, a decade ago for 300 plus million dollars, $350 million, something like that, uh, to Gammon Gold, which ultimately through a series of steps is now owned by, they had a, a gold mine in northern Sonora, Mexico, that now is owned by Alamos Gold. So, uh, so they were involved. So Jeff is a very helpful in, in all this because he was good. Uh, he's good uh, advisory capacity uh, for Ellie and myself. And, and this. Do, well, tell effort. me again. Tell me about it because this is an important part. You know, there's many stools needed here. The geology is important. The finance is important. The communications is really important. So what does a guy like that, what, you, what questions are you putting to him? What, is he, what advice is he giving you in terms of talking to the marketplace? Is he retail? Is he institution? Um, interestingly, he's um, a, a advisory capacity is shareholder communication I mean, and, he, and strategy. Uh, so his real advice is to do what we're doing on the ground, do the best job we can, and everything else will follow. At, at the end of the day. Obviously, it's a little more complicated than that. If we have success at the drill bit, though, the, the, the message fundamentally is if we have success at the drill bit and you know we successfully and, and cumulatively build the deposit out, then, then the, the, everything else will follow, the marketing will follow. However, we are, from the marketing point of view, are trying to get the word out and meet and talk to as many groups and people as possible. We've done a number of webinars and we have a number of webinars still to come later this month. One-to-one, uh, uh, -one, we'll be doing one of the one-to-one -one, uh, meetings coming up a little later this month. Uh, so we have a lot of things. We're juggling a lot of balls on the shareholder front where we're actually trying to communicate to new people as well as keep our, our, uh, our existing shareholders informed. Brilliant. Okay. And by and large, they're, they're satisfied with what we're doing, especially with the kind of results we had announced yesterday. Uh, by and large, the shareholders echo Jeff's sentiments. They'll, they say, look, uh, if you just get out there, do your work, and uh, the shareholders will come. The, the shareholders that are interested will come if, you, if you're having success at the drill rate. Okay. Well, look, stay in touch with us. Let us know how you get on with you know, the next, okay. next round of uh, drilling. Certainly when some of these yep. assay results come back, I know everything's slow in, in Canada at the moment So uh, with, yeah. from the assay yeah. levels. Causing problems for companies, but uh, let us everybody's know. Busy, yeah. yeah, everyone's busy. They are, uh, but let us know when they come back. Um, we'd be keen to sort of see how this program starts. You know, from a, from a low base, the only way is up, right? Yeah. So what people can expect from us going forward this year, we're going, going to have a broad, more broadly expansive uh, exploration program that will include drilling, surface geological and prospecting work, probably some trenching and geophysics. It's all in the efforts of of helping us plan future targets. In the near term, we still have 12 holes, assays pending for 12 holes, so we ex expect a series of press releases over the next six to, to eight weeks. Uh, we're gonna have to have a little break due to spring thaw, of course, uh, and get back to drilling, not until late June or early July, uh, but we can probably get a geological and prospecting team out there before, before that, uh, once uh, June kicks in. Uh, so we have a number of things. You know, we, we have a history of planning because we've done this sort of thing before. 
uh, we know what we're doing, how to make things happen in a timely fashion and, and make sure they happen in, in that fashion. Uh, so we do what we say and we'll, we've done so far, we've hit every milestone that we anticipated since we begun this exercise and we anticipate continuing that going forward. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed the interview, why not subscribe to Cruxcast or our website, cruxinvestor.com and of course our YouTube channel, Crux Investor. Plus you can catch us most days on Twitter and LinkedIn. We really love getting your feedback, so please keep it coming and we'll speak to you again soon.